Marketing can be an incredible force for good. It can also be complicated and confusing. I'm Erica Mills Barnhart, and I love marketing. On this podcast, I will share everything I know about it with you in the hopes of bringing clarity to the marketing chaos. Motivation is for the mind, inspiration is for the heart, and great marketing has both. So whatever your mission, if you want to make the most of it, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Marketing for Good. At the end of this episode, I have an announcement to make, so I'm, I'm excited about sharing that. But let's, let's go back in the time machine together. It's May 5th, 2020, and I launched the Marketing for Good podcast. Suffice it to say, I was all a flutter. I mean, it was the early days of COVID, right? So I, like many, was like, this won't last. It's a blip. And here I am with not much to do, so I might as well make the most of it. And I'd wanted to do a podcast. So I was like, let's do that. And I look back on all my kind of shiny shininess and enthusiasm. And it's kind of like I look at golden retrievers, right? They're so cute. They're so energetic. So just imbued with optimism, right? Nothing wrong with that. Then the last two years happened and they have been um, a roller coaster with some very high highs and some, and some very low lows. I mean, these have been rough times and rough years for many and my work with clients, it, it's been really interesting. It's become less and less about using words for external marketing purposes and more about finding organizational and personal purpose. And this wasn't intentional. I didn't like set out for this transition to happen. Um, and I, I, you know, I want to give my, my colleague and, and dear friend, Akhtar Bacha, who was one of my first guests, maybe the first guest on the Marketing for Good podcast. I just want to give him a huge shout out and a bunch of gratitude for being a purpose-minded trailblazer. I mean, he's really, with his book, The Purpose Mindset, put this on you know, our cultural radar in a lot of ways. And he and I have had the opportunity to collaborate in between that work and other things. I really started noticing the impact of internal communication, like between employees and teams and bosses and their director reports and, you know, like that. Um, the impact of that on external communication, you know, including marketing. We've talked about this all along on this podcast, right? Like how many times have you heard me say, effective external marketing is predicated on internal alignment. So it wasn't like this was new. It was already on my radar, but it just kept coming up and it kept coming up. It got like bigger and brighter and sort of like, pay attention to this. This is important. It was like that it's that it's that internal alignment. It, it was like it just started calling to me to pay attention, you know, internal within organizations and internal within ourselves, internal within ourselves. You know, the great resignation has seen people leave in droves, many to pursue self-employment, which is interesting. And others still want to work for an employer, but they want more alignment between the ind their, their individual values and purpose and that of their employer. Like 80%, this is based on a McKinsey study, it's a bit more than that, 82% of employees, they want those two things to be in alignment. But many aren't experiencing that. So there's lots of reasons for the great resignation. Um, but those, but that, that factored in, right? So we have a profound culture shift happening within workplaces and in the world, around the world. People are craving to workplaces where they feel included and inspired. This isn't new. I mean, it's, it's kind of basic Adlerian psychology. We want to feel we belong. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. And when that's in place, we can feel inspired, right? So, so we want this in our lives. 
in our lives. And we want it in our work life. Now you can go back and listen to the past few episodes where I pontificate, get out my soapbox about it's kind of an arbitrary and maybe non-existent distinction between our personal and professional lives. But I think it's worth noting that like we want this in our lives, including the time that we spend on work. Um, this create this craving, this craving for that seems deeper, seems more profound, more ubiquitous and pervasive, right? So that's a culture shift is happening. And the other thing that kept popping on my radar, I just I just kept seeing, looking around, you know, both you know, my clients, but just you know, my my friends and everybody, just how hard it is to lead. And not only, I don't just mean big L leader, right? which it is, it is lonely at the top. I'm not taking anything away from people who hold those titles and that positional authority, but also just to lead in any context, you know, lead as a verb. I mean, it, it really just slapped me in the face over the past two years. Like leadership leading is hard. At least it can be. I mean, it really can be. Communication doesn't need to be. Communication, in fact, is quite simple. Like really, when you boil it down, it comes down to I's and O's, inputs and outcomes. And in between, there are outputs, but it's inputs to the words, the language, the paralanguage, all of that. And then, and then on the, you know, and then that, get, that goes into outputs, right? Emails and um, Slack channel messages and, oh gosh, in a given day, what else? Like teams, you know, anyway, in meetings, whether on Zoom or Teams or otherwise, right? Like, those are the outputs, and but they need to add up to something, and that's the outcomes, right? And so the question is like, how intentional are we being about that? And I just got curious. I got so curious. I started looking in my in my own work, in my life. I, some of you are like, oh my gosh, Erica, you started thinking more about words than you already do. I did, I did actually. Just when you thought it wasn't possible, there's more, right? So the more I thought about it, okay, and meditated and journaled, because I am, it turns out, after all, a cliche of a privileged white woman who lives in the Northwest of the United States. <laughs> but the, the more, I mean, seriously, the more I, I connected with this, the more I felt called to shift my focus away from using words and external marketing toward using words to create greater internal alignment, greater clarity about who organizations are, right? And I talked about this with identity statements, why they exist. And then to make that connection though, to how how to communicate that and then and then one layer down and this is it's not new territory but it was i just i can't I, I don't have any way to say it other than i felt called to really start seeing if there was a way to shift um to shift those those internal those day-to-day the quotidian of communication right how are people using the 15,000 words a day that they go through because that's the average, right? How are they using those in the workplace? How intentional, again, intentional are we being about those words? And given that people are overwhelmed and tired and burned out and all of that, and again, listen to the past three episodes. They're essentially an audio book about the free ebook, the audio book, but the free ebook that I put out called Recharge. Right, which is about kind of using words to overcome the sense of malaise to you know get get a jump start on um, overcoming burnout. Right, so you can go listen to those. Right, so overwhelmed, burnt out. How might we be able to repurpose some of those words so that people felt included 
and inspired and motivated and awesome and all these other things, right? I know, and I know this is possible. I know it's possible because of the work I've been blessed to be able to do over the years. I've seen this. I've seen it so many times. Actually, like you can hear me get emotional. (laughs) I've seen how like uh, the, the braveness to switch words because it's still change. I mean, it may just be words, but humans, we crave progress and we resist change. Even, even just some, some word shifts, right? Seems small, but it can feel big. The upside is it can also have big impact, right? I've seen these shifts in cult in, in, you know, in workplaces and in culture uh, and the culture of those workplaces, right? So one word shifts and swap outs, right? They can be just dazzling and also humbling, right? Humbling. So Okay, all of that is preamble to my announcement. This will be the final episode of the Marketing for Good podcast. Podcast. All of a sudden, I can't say podcast. (laughs) Am I a bit sad? Yeah, I'm a little sad. Like I've loved this podcast, all the incredible guests I've had and had the great good fortune to talk to. Totally amazing. So there's a little bit of sadness. There's a little bit of grieving as there is with anything that we are, you know, uh, saying goodbye to. Um, But you know what makes me happy? Knowing that one, you have gotten to hear from all those amazing guests. How incredible were they for the past two-ish years? And all of those are still going to be available. So if you haven't listened, fret not, they're they're not going to go away. And the other thing, number two, is that next time you tune in, you'll be tuning in to the Communicate IO podcast. And I am genuinely, truly very pumped about that. I want everyone, and I, I honestly really do mean everyone when I say this, to know how to communicate with clarity and confidence. Communication is not rocket science. Anyone can learn how to be an effective communicator, anyone. And that feels amazing. It feels amazing, right? It takes a little effort. Yes, because we all, myself included, my hand is raised. Literally, I have my hand up in the air. We all have communication glitches and bad habits and just all that stuff, right? And All of those, if you're willing, if you're willing, all of them are surmountable, right? I'm going to have so much more to say about all of this in the first episode of the Communicate I.O. podcast. But for now, I just want you to sit, sit with this, right? Between now and then, just sit with this. Communication is simple. It's like anything I.O. There are inputs and there are outcomes. And in between, again, there are outputs. But the I and the O, right? We really want to focus on what's the outcome? What's the result? What's the impact? And reverse engineer into the eyes, into the words, into the language, into the, you know, like the the stances and the paralanguage. You can tell I am like all sorts of excited about this, right? There's just so much more to say about this. And I will say more in the first episode of the new podcast and um, evermore uh, on the podcast. So here's my question to you. How intentional are you being with your 15,000 words each day? How intentional are you being? You can't pay attention to everyone. Your your brain would melt, right? It would just be like, never mind. Um, So, but just start start noticing how, you know, notice how much you notice your words. Which ones are you using? Do you do, do you, how do you use them differently depending on who you're talking to? Just get curious. All right, we'll come back to this. We're going to come back to it in the first episode. So I hope you, here's an invitation. That was the announcement. Here's an invitation. I hope you'll join me in wishing a very fond farewell to the Marketing for Good podcast and that you will join me in opening your arms and 
in an enthusiastic welcome <laughs> to the Communicate IO podcast. On the first episode, we're going to talk about a superpower that you may not even know you have, but you have it. So that's going to be fun to reveal. I want to say thank you so much. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for supporting me in doing this. If you're excited or intrigued even, um, you know, it could be a lower bar. It doesn't need to be like, woohoo, like I am. Just intrigued, curious, right? About what's to come with Communicate IO. Will you do me a favor? Please rate and review this episode. If you've been listening and you've never done that, takes two beats to get it done. And that you're probably like, why would I do that for this episode? Because we're just, we're not, anyway, it will help. <laughs> there will be continuity and that will get your efforts. Your input will create an outcome. Um, the outcome will be that so many leaders who care about their workplaces and the world, leaders who may be interested in how they can create cultures where people feel included and inspired one word at a time, it'll pop onto more of their radars. Um, so if you would do that, I would be so appreciative. Let's get everyone in on the fun. I promise it will continue to be fun. Um, the podcast, right? We learn better when we're smiling. Um, so I, it'll be it'll be all of that. Um, so I hope it's going to be expansive, always inspiring, and also, as always, practical. Um, so all that's to come. And again, just thank you so much. For a final time, I will say, do good be well, and I'll see you next time on the Communicate IO podcast. Thanks for listening to the Marketing for Good podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like more information about Claxon University, how to make more impact in and for your organization, or hiring me to speak or coach, go to klaxonmarketing.com or reach out at info at klaxonmarketing.com. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks for making our world a better place.